Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. Wow, wow. And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. It is Monday, March 25th. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man himself, Jack O'Shea. He must be a whiz, like. We are recording this on uh, Saturday, actually. Yeah. So we're in the middle, the midst of the madness that is March. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's your bracket doing? I mean, we haven't really talked about this at all. My bracket's doing okay. Uh, I feel like I'm in the same spot every year about yeah. this time where it's like, damn, I have two teams that went to the Sweet 16 that aren't there. I'm 14 yeah. for 16. Yeah. Cincy, tough. Cincy was tough. I, yeah, Nevada I lost, killed me. Nevada, the Wolfpack, didn't, they decided not to get off the bus and play, which is unfortunate when you pick them to uh, upset the Wolverines of Michigan. I have certain rules. I'm yeah. sure you definitely do too. I have certain rules for me when I'm picking up brackets. I'm all by my gut, baby. I am an absolute gunslinger. I see and I go, go, go. I mean, I think I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> sort of describing the same thing. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I do not pick teams based on oh, no, 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 their record I. or anything. Neither do I, yeah, yeah. What I do is I have certain rules where it's like, Butler always gets to the second round at yeah. least. Was that your Villanova thought? I know you put you picked Villanova going Vill- deep. Villanova right now is still hot. I got Villanova going to the finals. I just don't I just don't see them not. You know, Jay yeah. Wright is Until they don't. Until know? they don't, I have no reason to believe that they won't. Yeah. Um I also every year I fall in love with one team that I I really go, okay, I don't have much of a reason. They're good. Yeah. But I want I want them and I, I want to ride them. And this year that was Tennessee. And I really don't uh, think Tennessee's going deep. See, I, but I was like, I love me some vol basketball. See, I do the same. I'm like, I'm gonna predict the Cinderella. And so every year I'm like, yeah. Wofford. <laughs> can you believe it? They're beating Kentucky right now, but I also uh, my bracket's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um it's all about the Sweet Sixteen Final Four being alive, mm-hmm. which unfortunately right now it seems like everybody's kinda is. Even if you had a bad first round, there weren't any massive no mm-hmm. two seeds lost, no three seeds lost. Yeah. So it's like, unless you had a four or five, like, I mean, three of the fives lost, but yeah. we have one of those going deep. But gambling-wise, it is unbelievable how, how bad I am in March Madness gambling. My, my biggest recommendation for gambling, because I've made this mistake for about three years and I'm no longer making it, is don't do the stupid thing of being like, I'm going to bet the entire first round one way. I'm yeah. going to bet everything in the over. I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring I do that a lot. Couple I, days. Do, I like the over. There's so many games, dude. I know. There, there's so many games. It, it just doesn't work. Can I tell you my, my two two of my other rules, by the way? Shoot me. Small Virginia schools go deep. <laughs> they, they do well. Liberty. You, you know, like Liberty, VCU, George Mason. Uh, Lehigh? Is Lehigh Virginia? Yeah. Lehigh, although... No, Le- Lehigh is Pennsylvania. What am I saying? Lehigh also, I wouldn't... Uh, they be beat Duke like there. eight years ago in the first round. It was a thing. Dude, I'm forgetting. There's, there's one more. Norfolk State went deep one year. They beat Missouri. 15 over two. But exactly. Like I always will be like, okay, Norfolk state yeah. next round. And that's not a home allegiance. That's just facts. No, because I'm rooting against UVA. Yeah, Sorry, always, Connor. always. I, you know, I thought they were going to lose yesterday. If they lost to Gardner Webb, I was, I didn't get work done. I was at work and I didn't get work done for about two straight hours. Yeah. When Gardner Webb. <laughs> well, they give you the games online for free. March Madness is so great in that you just type in, watch NCAA tournament and they give you all, the, it's all for free. Yeah. It's all good. They, they realized like, 
They're making the same. We're going to show you ads. People want to watch. It's, yeah. it's basically the same, same thing. Same fucking thing. Yeah, the internet's really great. My other rule is Ivy League teams get to the second round. Yeah, not didn't happen this year. But yeah, I, no. every year, it's always close. Whatever, yeah. Whoever the Ivy League team plays, it is always close. I start my bracket off by literally just circling every small Virginia team. Mm-hmm. And every uh, I find Butler. And I find uh, whichever the the one Ivy League team is, yep. and I just move them all to the next round, <laughs> and that's, and then I see Maybe. okay how many upsets do I have, and then I'm yeah. pretty close gambling wise to betting the opposite of what I'm about to bet. <laughs> like you lose so many in a row, where you go, how is this possible? That is such a, like it, the odds are against me to lose that many in a row. That, that is such a that's the George Costanza thought, and yeah, that, and that's the. Uh, that is such a mentality that you will only get if you gamble often. Yeah. Where you start thinking, I'm wrong so often. Well, I'm losing so many games. I have to start thinking the odds of me losing eight in a row. It happens so often. It's that, crazy. That, and you, you, you start to think, okay, there is a trend here. The trend is, while I am picking, like, you would rather lose all of your games yeah. and be like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I just pick all the games, honestly, and then flip it, it never works. Gambling no. is, uh, well, it's a sin. It's a sick, sick game. There's a reason why it's a sin. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. Uh, I was talking to mm-hmm. somebody about what you would do to get a perfect bracket. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be like, I, I would, it would be, I'd have to think about, would you rather win the lottery or have a perfect bracket? That would literally be, I'd have to wait and think about it. Does Warren Buffett still offer the, like, the billion for a perfect bracket? I think bracket? it's like a million now on ESPN or something like that. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, if you get a perfect bracket, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine a better feeling mm-hmm. than your whole bracket on ESPN just being green. You know my favorite thing? God damn, that'd be nice. You know my favorite thing is? Uh, so I, at the end of the, the first round, there's always like like 5,000 people, which is not a lot, 5,000 people who, who picked the first round perfectly. Yeah. Whatever the Cinderella team is – you know, like, like who, who, give me a recent Cinderella. Like in past years? Like yeah. This year, I mean, like Liberty won, so like they're going to be going. Uh, last year, it was, uh, was it Valparaiso, whoever had the, the nun? What was their, you know what I'm talking what, about? What team did uh, Shaka, Shaka? He did, it was VCU. He was forever. VCU, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. VCU, like they, they got to that far, and then they show you how many people have perfect brackets left, and it's like 12 people. 11 of which yeah. went to VCU. Yeah, it's and always like, the people that went to the school. And then they all lose because VCU doesn't win the whole thing, and they have VCU winning the whole thing. Loyola Chicago was the school yes. last year. And so it's like if you With went the there and you picked them, but then if they, they'll they lose and you have them winning the championships, so you got to kind of – Sister Mary Therese? I think it was Sister Mary. I think it's Sister Mary Therese too. I think I, I think that's a that's a deep shot. That sounds – but Mother Teresa, is that what you're confusing? I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> I think – dude, I think it's like – you know how all the, uh, all the popes – just seem to love the name Paul and John, yeah, and John, <laughs> John Paul, <laughs> Paul John. They love the Pope Beatles. Paul John, yeah, they do. Pope John Paul George Ringo. <laughs> they, I think that there's the nuns have a thing too, where it's like, well, well, there you go, another nun, nun named Teresa. Yeah, they're all picking the same names. Huh. It's like Greek people with the name Nick and my big fat Greek wedding. What's the other name? Nick and is it Peter? Nick, Nikki. Yeah, Nikolai. It might be Peter, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, let's get it going. Let's dive on into the pool. winners and losers. I'm pumped about this. Uh, my uh, winner this week is Tom Hanks. You're a big winner. He's always winning. Amer- oh, yeah. America's he always man. wins. He is America's man. Yeah. Like, he, if Captain America didn't fight, he'd be Captain America. Mm-hmm. I, bet he, I bet he has one of those presidential medals, right? Those bullshit. Oh, I bet he has multiple. Those are those, the, the bullshit everyone likes you yeah. <laughs> awards. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was for sure started when one of the presidents was like, had a very low approval rating. Yep. And they're like, I think we know what to do. Yeah. 
Everybody loves these guys. Everyone loves Mickey Mantle. We're gonna bring him in. We're gonna give him yeah. a medal. You know. Did he give it to? Did he? Give I it doubt to, it. But that sounds like yeah. someone who would, right? I yeah. Yeah, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Like, back back in the day, it used to be like kind of badasses. Now it's just like if you're the most likable. Well, James Corden will win one eventually. Well, we we talked about how yeah James Corden. I'd be surprised if he doesn't have one already. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon definitely does. Oh, we, Jimmy Fallon's on a short list right we, now. We talked about how. Uh, if we ever became president, I would become president just for the ability to uh, give presidential medals to all of the baseball players that aren't in the Hall of Fame because they were for steroid, steroid allegations. Yeah, yeah. And so just kind of being like, fuck you, Cooperstown. Rafael Palmero. Yeah. Mark McGuire. <laughs> Sosa with his weird little fucking I want the, li- I want the smaller ones too. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. like Gagne. Yeah. Like Here Gagne. Here Gagne. <laughs> Come on in. Well overdue. But uh, so Tom Hanks is my Conseco. winner. <laughs> Tom Hanks is my winner because I read a thing this week. and I, I don't know if it was breaking news this week, but I read a thing that said uh, it was talking about there was supposed to be a sequel to Force Gump. Hmm. So there's supposed to be a Force Gump sequel, which you think, how is that possible? Forrest Gump. They accomplished a lot in that mm-hmm. one movie and I thought they ended it pretty well. Yeah. There's more to the story. Right. There's more. To what this, else could he do? This fucking guy. Um, but uh, there was apparently. And so it was a movie set in the 90s. Mm hmm. And they were going to basically have the same thing where he's showing up in different historical moments, uh, such as the O.J. Simpson Bronco chase. I think somehow he's going to be in like the car or something. Dude, uh, that would be so funny. How great would that be? Yeah. Uh, I hope something with Nirvana. I didn't read that. But uh, Princess Diana, you know, when she's dancing with uh, Travolta? Kind of. He was going to be doing a little dance lesson, stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, they were really pumped about it. The same guy, Eric Roth. Uh, wrote the script mm-hmm. um, same basically same thing but in the 90s as the first one same same but different same same but different uh, at some point the plot was going to be he meets a Native American woman and he's uh, calling bingo at a Native American reservation that mm-hmm. was going to be a th- through line somehow but uh, <laughs> they were like mm-hmm. but you know it would also have some uh, some down moments mm-hmm. such as the beginning of the film would sit around his uh, son who was born with AIDS and Kids at school, not his to be son was him. born with AIDS. So that's okay. So I, I don't want to read that. I was like, "Holy fuck! Thank God they didn't I make this out. movie." Yeah. So that's one one uh one thing, and then they were gonna do stuff with like the fucking with the Oklahoma City bombings, which is the saddest thing ever. And they had all this stuff, and then they said they finished it the, like the week of. Uh, they finished it, and then like a week later, nine eleven happened, and mm-hmm. they were like, "None of this matters. Screw it. Put it on." the burner and then eventually they were like yeah we should, just shouldn't make this movie you know what? good call so tom hanks you win because had they made this movie yeah i think one they would have taken away all the allure that was life is like a box of chocolates and this uh this simple fellow yeah who's the best of all of us although i'm you right, know. i'm right now thinking maybe it kind of would have been like Maybe they would have handled the AIDS thing well. I don't mean handle it well, like sentitively or whatever. But would they, they have casted uh, the Haley kid? Joe Osmond. Haley Joe Osmond. He was still working at the time. <laughs> he was He's still working. working now. I guarantee. If they could get him. Yeah. I mean, he was you probably he was a hot commodity at that point. He, 100%. Was, he was seeing dead people and shit. I think uh, they would have actually, though, it wouldn't have affected the movie. Because if you think about the movie Forrest Gump, there's yeah. a lot of really intense stuff. There's some, some pretty gnarly. That they basically just shit. kind of like swipe out of and yeah. then go to like a, a happy scene where another peculiar thing happens well you go back to the bench you go back to the, well, <laughs> it's, swipe back to bench so we cut back to the bench yeah just to say we're okay everything's good we're all right Forrest is sitting there telling his entire life story in the matter of about two hours yeah <laughs> yeah and it's a and, and we, it's a doozy and it's a doozy of a life story yeah. to the point where well it's 
almost unbelievable. <laughs> it's slightly unbelievable. And it's kind of shocking that people don't recognize him, considering he should be the most famous person in history. Oh, I, oh, Jack, not even close. And this was yeah. a time where things were on record. Yeah. You know, this wasn't like early 1900s when it's like the legend of this guy. It's like, no, nah, he's been in the news for decades now. <laughs> no, no, no. He's uh, still regarded as the uh, best kick returner in the history of NCAA football. And he's an Olympic uh, ping pong player. <laughs> the whole movie is so ridiculous. And I remember reading uh, that apparently the book is even more crazy mm-hmm. where he ended up in the in the movie, like they almost had him go into space. That was a part. Yeah, he had a monkey in the book too. And people had to be like, no, 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 no. He had a pet monkey straight out of Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's like Tom Hanks would not, their Forrest Gump would not end up Good move. Astronaut. Good move not having the monkey because then people would be like, it was Forrest Gump. Did he know about Michael Jackson too? Yep, they would have been, they would have drawn the connections. But uh, Forrest Gump and Tom Hanks, you win. Thank God they didn't make that movie for your sake. I would have loved to see it, but for, for your sake. Who's your winner? My winner is fashion. You're a big winner. The world of fashion. Uh-huh. It never, it's never over. And the, that's what Mark Zuckerberg says. It's like fashion. It doesn't end. So, yeah. does, so does Facebook. It doesn't It doesn't end. <laughs> We don't know what it is. We, we, yeah, we don't want to just put pop-up ads on it yet. million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. <laughs> Great. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> the world of fashion. I'll tell you why. If you're watching this on the YouTube or yeah. now... On Instagram TV. Yeah, which you can do. Which you can do. So, if you, by the way, if you were like, hey, I like uh, this podcast. If you're like, hey, I like Instagram TV, said nobody. Hey. Ever. Hey, I'm doing a lot of stuff for Instagram TV <laughs> know, at work now. They're great. No, you, you guys no are all great. Are. Thank you guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, on Instagram TV, you can also watch it there. Um, you'll notice that Henry and I are both wearing shirts. Usually we do this podcast naked. Now, usually I'm wearing a, a hoodie and you're, I have to tell you to throw a shirt on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you got it, flaunt <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's what. Welcome to the planet. That's what the bumper sticker says. The planet of fitness. Um, we were wearing shirts. The shirts say pool boy. That's interesting. Yeah, check them out. They're cool. Mine's navy. Jax is gray. We have a white one too. Basically, what we're saying <laughs> is pool boy's got shirts now. Yeah, we got shirts. Pool boy's got shirts. Merch. We got, we got merch. Uh, people have been, uh, commenting. The latest one was, uh, Andrew Lee commented. And what's funny is, so we've been trying to figure out shirts for a long time, many moons for like, actually not that long, like three months. Yeah. That's what I say. But it's been, but still, yeah, yeah. Well, we've always wanted shirts. We wanted to wait to have shirts until we were like, we got something. Yeah. And also we wanted to make sure that the shirts weren't, you know, five cent knockoffs from some sweatshop you know what I'm talking exactly about? yeah american made i don't know if these are made in i doubt they are but, I, but maybe <laughs> probably we put like, in the time to think about it. like <laughs> like canada or something i don't yeah. know who knows anyway so the other issue was uh figuring out okay so you're gonna get shirts how do we do it we could uh you know, like save the most money and buy them in mass from a company. But that requires us to actually like look into how to do that. It seems like a lot of steps. And then when people, I didn't go to school for that, Jack. No, I didn't either. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't sign up for this shit, but that, and then also when people order them, we'd have to ship them. Now I don't like going to the mail. I don't think I've mailed anything. I don't really get how it works. I don't understand the whole system. It, the mail system, the post office <laughs> system, UPS, FedEx, like how they do it, it's magic. And the it's fact nuts. that like if you don't get your package, you're like, what the hell? I am flabbergasted Anytime when I get a package. Anytime something arrives, yeah, it's amazing. How did I say I want this and then they just find me and give it to me? It's crazy. Anyway, we found this company. It's called Represent. Damn right. They do all this shit for us. So we made a bunch of shirts. And so we were going to release these a month ago, but we made the shirts and we were like, you know what? We should order them and have them be delivered uh, first so we can wear them to make sure that they don't uh, suck. Well, there are also some, we ordered some misprints. Well, that's why. So then yeah. thank God we did that because we ordered them and it was a complete misprint. Yeah. And then. Cool boy was like up by the collar. Yeah, it wasn't good. Maybe it was a new style, but yeah, for, we wanted to bring it down a little bit. Anyway, the point is we got shirts. We got them. We're not really announcing this 
uh, to anybody but our podcast listeners who we consider the most do- diehard of like the the faithful, the pool hearts, whatever we call them, pool yeah. boy army. That's pool what boy we call army. them because okay. we want to become like one of those uh, one of those internet groups that like doxes people. Yeah, we want to have that type of a like, militia, like a in, militia, like in fucking yeah. You know, I'm talking about patriot baby. We're talking about the patriot. Yeah, priests and fathers, and that's who that is who the pool boy army is. So. If you are listening, or you are obviously are listening to the podcast, <laughs> if you're listening or watching the podcast, yeah. uh, the link to where you can find Poolboy merch is in the description. Yep. If you are listening and you don't want to go to the description, or if for some reason that link's I not working, it. here's here's the address. I'm going to say it. Okay. H-T-T-P-S. All right. Colon. Colon. Slash, slash. Slash, slash. Represent.com. Slash store slash pool dash boy dash merch. All right, so you go to that site. The shirts are twenty two fifty. We got a we got a navy, a gray, and a white. Very clean of, of these shirts. They're clean as fuck. I'm telling you. Yeah. We spent a lot of time arguing about. We uh, made about a million shirts. We made about a million. More shirts, shirts will come. More shirts we will have nothing come. Nothing but for ideas. Sure. Yeah. We have we have nothing but shirt ideas. Poolboy podcast shirts coming out soon. It's oh, for great. sure. Yeah. You're working on those right it's now. It's gonna be great. But we have other ideas too. Like I, I wanted. Uh, I just want a hoodie. I want yeah. A hoodie so goddamn bad. Yeah. <clears throat> They're coming. Don't worry. But so here's the deal. We love the people who are listening to this podcast. You're you're the most loyal, the best people. We love you. So. If you are listening to this podcast, you get basically like early access to all this stuff. If you send us a video of you yelling, get in the fucking pool or get in the pool if you don't like to curse. Which I get. Or get in the blank pool. We're going to give you uh, as much off as we can possibly give. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that the site will allow us. <laughs> that, that the site will allow us to give, uh, which is... You'll, you basically be able to get it for like 15 bucks. 15 bucks, yeah. Save, saving yourself uh, $7.50. That's like 25%. That's, that's like 30%. Of, that's gas money. That's gas money right yeah, there, baby. Get you where you need to go. Um, So that's one one of the things. Uh, If you are one of the first 10 people to do this, the first 10 people to send us a, a video of yourself saying, get in the fucking pool, um, we're just going to send it to you for free. Yeah, you just get a free shirt. We're going we're to send it to you for free. And our third one is, if you are active military serving overseas, yes, sir. and you send us a video of this, doesn't matter when you send it in, you're getting a shirt for you're free. You're getting a couple shirts. We're going to mail- You're we're, getting every shirt that we have. We're going to mail you as much as we can possibly afford. Yeah. So those are the three big things. We're giving you guys the advanced notice. Pullboy shirts are here. They're back, baby. Not back, they're here. Well, they're kind of back <laughs> because you and I have been working on this for like yeah, wow. months now. But yeah. I guess I would say they're finally here. They're finally here. And God, they're sexy. They're great. It's a great fit. It's also really good uh, material. It's really comfy, yeah. That was a big thing too is we were like, we don't want to get shirts. We don't want to – because there's a lot of uh, like companies and bands and stuff like that that sell shirts. And it's like, oh, so you guys – these are 12-cent shirts. They yeah. rip. They're – Built for people. We have high quality listeners. We want high quality shirts. Exactly. They're built for people whose bodies are just like an enigma. Yeah. This shirt, if you're, it looks good on everybody. Also, if you're a girl, Henry and I have been wondering this. Should we make, there's, because you can make women's cut shirts. And he and I were going back and forth. I don't think we do. I think it's all. Do women wear men's cut shirts? They're unisex shirts. You and I sex? There we go. So I think, I think, I think they go, I think they go both ways. I think we're good with this. Hmm. We'll see though. Hey, we shall see. It's going to be a fun journey. We shall see. Yeah. A journey into merch. If you're a lady and you send us this uh, get in the fucking pool and request that we send you or request <laughs> that it's a female cut, we'll just make a female cut immediately. Easy. We just don't know if that's – I'm looking at the camera now. We just don't even know if that's what you want. We're not sure. We don't – you know. We'll find out. So you're a big winner fashion. Hey, The game's win. changed. Uh, Call Armani. 
<laughs> God, man. I need him on the phone. <laughs> Losers. We should watch Devil War Prada. Losers. I almost threw it on the other night. Losers. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, and I'm still not com- convinced myself he's a loser, but DJ Pauly D. You are one pathetic loser. Get the fuck out of here. My favorite guy in the world. So DJ Pauly D has his new dating show coming out, him and uh, Vinny. It's going to mm-hmm. be the best show ever. Uh, <clears throat> it's called, like, Double Shot of Love. Double Shot of Love. There we go. So this week they're in Cabo and they're filming the show and stuff and Pauly D is looking all ripped the fuck up and he's like old now. Let me look how Pauly D is. Pauly D is 38. So he, he's pretty old, but uh, mm-hmm. he still looks fantastic, obviously, and he's mm-hmm. all ripped up and stuff. And he's got some sweet abs. And I saw this thing that was like to get his abs, Pauly D did GTL, gym tan, lipo. Uh, so Pauly D had this no. thing done. So let me let me let me, let me pitch it to you, Paul. So he had this thing done where it's like, it's called abdominal etching treatment. Mm-hmm. So what it does is basically you need to have abs already, mm-hmm. but then they'll go in and take around, take out the fat that is around your abs to give you kind of the washboard thing. That's such a cop out of a way to say it. So he had abs. So it's like you need to have if you just have mu- if you don't have any muscle, it doesn't work. Like you need to have mm-hmm. muscle in your abdomen. Everybody has muscles fat. in their abdomen. Though. Yeah. So, I hate to call him loser. Just it doesn't it sound so much like Johnny Drama's getting fake calves. I just want to know who wrote this article because whoever wrote this article, it's on that's MSM. Son, that son of a bitch, Mike Mike Walters. Mike Walters. That's this is to me the equivalent of like you're outing somebody for something. Well, when FDR, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, you know, he he was basically he was crippled, and they very specifically were like, we're not going to show. <laughs> This is a lot that, like that, yeah. This you're essentially <laughs> telling me FDR is crippled during in the middle of the Great Depression and and World War II, and you're just like, hey, by the way, this person that you believe is the strongest person in the country, he has flaws too. I need Pauly D right now. I don't need to know that his abs are not genuine, yeah, and and real. This it's unfortunate to hear. I still love him. I do too. So it's, I, I hate calling him a, a loser, but doesn't it sound so much like Johnny Drama getting fake calves? It sounds like, so much like this. That. Just doesn't. Why are you doing that, you, man? The, the only he looks great though. He looks I, great, and I think he just signed up. Uh, signed down for a what do you call it? A Dre's residency, baby. A residency at Dre's. Yeah, pretty sweet. Our, 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 our boy Dusty Dre. I really want to meet him. I know. How, I'd give like anything to meet Paul. I would give like anything to meet Paul. I think we're guy. gonna meet him uh, later this summer. That'd be incredible. Um, but how, you might realize how the only thing that could ruin Paul D for me is if when I met him, he shook my hand and said, "Hey, Paul." If he wasn't like, if he just said my name's where Paul. the grenades. If he introduced <laughs> himself to me as Paul, yeah, that'd I'd be, be like. There's no way, Paulie. He, I bet he'd introduce himself as DJ Paulie Del Vecchio. Hey, I'm Paulie D. He is like one of those guys where he can he introduces himself like he is at the AKA yeah. DJ Paulie D, AKA Paulie Del Vecchio, AKA. He's officially at that. Bima Benza Bentley. He's officially at that level where he can start referring to himself in the third person. Yeah. Paulie D doesn't like that. Cool. Nice. Nice. And his hair still looks great. I want Paulie D to like it. So bummer to hear, but I, I, you know, hey, if you can get this done and people don't find out, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. Stay. Everyone wants to be lean. We live in a, mm-hmm. in a tight world now with hard bodies. It's tough to compete. This is sort of the plot of like Legally Blonde too. It's very much the plot. Who's your uh, loser? Obama. You are one pathetic loser. Obama loses. Uh, that's right. Number 44. <laughs> Barry. Obama. Big Barry O. Because he was talking with uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. He basically, he wanted to know how Game of Thrones ended. This No, not ended. If I read the same thing. It Would, was the Jon Snow thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to, but he basically wanted to know, he wants some spoilers. Yes. He wants to know in advance. Mm-hmm. The former most powerful person in the world, pre- as the President of the United States. Yes. He was like you know a couple years ago. Whatever. He's still up there. He's still oh, he's still very very high. But yeah. I think you still have to give it to the current president. He's the most powerful person in the world. Definitely. 
he couldn't get the answers. Yeah, HBO was like, nah. They were like, sorry, we, <clears throat> I, w- I wish we could. No. My question to you, so he's a loser for that, but my question to you is, what would, if you're HBO, what would he have to offer? What secret would he have to offer? Like, what if he said to you, uh, I'll tell you if aliens exist or not? I don't even, dude, I don't even know if I believe the story, because I think that if, if Obama asked me anything, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'd get to aliens. I'd ask him something simple. Like, I don't even know what's smaller. What's it like being president? (laughs) (laughs) How big is your closet in the old house? No, but like, I don't even know if I buy this because I think that would happen where it's like, I don't know about Mm -hmm. aliens and stuff, but what if like, he could just be like JFK. Mm -hmm. There's more to the story than people think. Yeah. That alone, I'd be like, okay, yeah, here's my, that's, that's all I need. Now I I have that bit of info to, to ponder for the rest of my life. I think I would just say, all right, I'll blow your mind with what happens to Jon Snow, but you have to blow my mind first. Give me something. What's the juiciest thing? It's definitely not a hard no. No. That's it, what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. That's why I can't buy dude, this Dude, I think HBO if Obama guy. asked me for the spoilers, I'd be like, okay, yeah, here, here's what happened. It's, you're going to find out in like a month anyway. Yeah, whatever. Or whatever, however many long, even if it's a year, it's like, this information will come out. Information yeah. you have will never come out. Yeah, Jon Snow dies. Do aliens exist? Yeah. Do, is that I always go back and forth I'm like what do do presidents know do they, is there the book of secrets do you know who you want to talk to but he obviously died it's J. Edgar Hoover because he, he knew everything FBI dude yeah he knew he, he uh, and they still blew that movie where Leo played him I know crazy I think he, wasn't he secretly gay yeah he was like secretly gay but like like all the gay scenes apparently are him like it's it's like really tough to watch yeah. it's like him crying and like <laughs> I don't know it's yeah. a whole thing I remember people telling me don't watch the movie Hoover it's fat Leo being really weird but like I wonder like is there obviously aliens JFK those are the ones that come out mm-hmm. but like space weapons fucking you know what I mean yeah like do we have lasers and, yeah. and shit like what, if aliens come are we prepared that'd be my question what's the deal with is there a bunker somewhere yeah well, in, I think we know that. I think there is. No, but like, like, what about like fucking uh, Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Anything oh. going on there? National Treasure Two? Any any truth to it? I would. <laughs> I guess what I would say is, how accurate is National Treasure? Yeah, I'd go through National, National Treasure, Treasure Two. That's what you would do. I'd say, okay, I will tell you. You have to watch National Treasure with me. <laughs> I get to pause at any time Anytime and say, how close is this to reality? And then we'll do the Da Vinci Code, and even what, if you don't know anything. It's what, a good movie. What if he said, before we even watch it, let me tell you. The entire thing is a million percent true. Yeah, I would. We found the treasure. I'd say, what would you like to know, Mr. President? Yeah. About Mr. Snow. With Mr. Snow. I'll <laughs> no, tell I you literally watch. anything. I'll, I'll tell you whatever you want. I, in fact, I'll, I will change the story to whatever you want it to be. <laughs> it's now whatever story you, you whatever want it to you be. Whatever you write the end. Yeah. <laughs> tell me if National Treasure 2 is legit. It might be. Maybe. Ed Harris. He knew. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got trailer trash trailer smash. Yeah. A uh, couple big time trailers this week. We had Stranger Things season three. We had Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. A lot of sequels. And uh, finally, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Let's start with that one. Yeah. Okay. So, so- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You, you mentioned it earlier, and I totally agree. Every entertainment website, everything is is every single week for the past fucking mm-hmm. year and a half, two years. It's been like this movie Quentin Tarantino is making. Everyone in Hollywood is in it. Dude, this movie better be so fucking good. It's got Leo and Brad Pitt and I'm, Margot Robbie but, and every every famous person is at least in a scene in this movie. But every time that we ever are prepping for this pod, which is anywhere from like, you know, every day during the week or like, you know, just before the podcast or whatever, yeah. we go to our certain like entertainment websites and stuff and Reddit and stuff. Every single time, one of the top posts is... Uh, about this movie. Blah, 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 signed on to play, blah, 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 in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A lot of signed on and a lot of photos on the set. 
of you know lot, this, lot, and everyone loves it because it's in the fucking it's in the sixties or seventies. I don't even fucking know, dude. But when it, was Charles Manson? Uh, I think late sixties, maybe early seventies. Regardless, this better be the best movie of all time. Like it's this is bananas. Sixties, I think. Yeah. So it's late late sixties. Uh, I'm it, so annoyed with this movie already. I'm also it's far from coming out. Totally agree. Quinta- I love some Quintero movies and some kind of piss me mm-hmm. off, but there he's got some fucking hits. Yeah. So this could be like the greatest movie ever. What's your favorite? I, every, I love. I think Django's my favorite. Inglorious Bastards and Django are both awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't even see Hateful Eight just because it didn't really seem. I watched it once. It's it's a really long conversation of a movie, basically. Yeah, I, there, there's some good parts. There's some great lines. Yeah. Um, Stu later. There's a guy. That's a great line. Uh, but overall, you know, take him or leave him kind of thing. But this movie could be the greatest movie ever. It could be. It totally could. No, it has the potential. I'm confused. It's about Charles Manson, and it's about real things. Oh, like, it is? Oh, yeah. Mar- Margo, what, what, I just said her name. Well, my issue is that they are constantly- She plays Sharon Tate, though, who was killed by Charles oh, Manson. Oh, really? So, like, that's the plot. But then it's like, it's not based off real events, though. Like, Leo's character and Brad Pitt's character do not exist. They I, don't? I don't know. I don't know. So it's like, it's one of those kind of, it's inglorious bastards where it's like, well, that's not how we beat Al- the Nazis. Alternate take on history? Yeah. Which, like, it's so funny no one has any issue with that. I don't know either. It's yeah. a fun movie. But, like, I didn't realize doing that with Charles Manson, that's a little You know, little I, different. Didn't, I didn't know that Inglourious Bastards wasn't completely true until, until Hitler died. Yeah. And I was like, well, wait. I don't know, and but then, I don't think that's and then I and, and then I Googled it. <laughs> Did Hitler get blown up in a movie theater? And I felt like a real fool. Yeah. <laughs> to having doubted my... <laughs> I was like, how did how have we not talked about how Hitler burned to death in a movie theater from, yeah. the, from this one uh, escaped Jewish woman who uh, was, uh, you know, the story. And she's the, laughing. You know, the story of the movie. And whatnot. <laughs> uh, it could be the greatest movie. In the in the trailer, you got, again, Leo and Brad Pitt, who are probably my two favorite guys in Hollywood. And then you have Brad Pitt. He's fighting Bruce Lee in one scene. Like, mm-hmm. they, they could be really cool. Yeah. It, but the trailer also, I'm like, God, this might just piss me the fuck off. Yeah. So we shall see. Uh, other trailers, we got uh, Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. Confusing trailer, Jack. Yes, I really have no interest in this movie because it feels mm-hmm. like why did we make a fourth one? The third one was the ending. A we nailed bit it. Of something we call money, right? Like, but we nailed the third one. So you and I watched this trailer together, and the, the the trailer for Toy Story Four. If you haven't seen it, it ended, and we basically said that reminds me of a trailer for like another movie. It's the song playing is God only knows what I'd be without you. Yeah, but the lesson of the trailer is different than the lesson of the past three movies. It's not only different, it's like a completely different It almost like, looks like someone made a fake trailer about like a drama version of Toy Story. Exactly. It looks like one of those like meme trailers where it's like yeah. if, if Toy Story was a, was, drama. Was a adventurous, if Toy Story was a Coen Brothers movie. Yes. It's kind of like that. Like they're playing the kind of sad music and it's like Woody's learning to like let go. And There's a lot of plot like, It's okay when it toys like. get lost. And I'm like, have you seen the first one? It's not okay when they get lost. What's a lesson? Well, the lesson here too is like... It's weird because like the first movie is is uh, Tom Hanks is uh, Woody trying to get Buzz to come to terms with the fact that he's a toy. Yeah. In this movie, it's Bo Peep trying to get yeah Bo Peep main character. It's it's welcome Bo, back Bo Peep. It's Bo Peep trying to get Woody to come to terms with like accepting y- you don't want to be a toy your whole life. Basically. Yeah, that's kind of right? and it, It's the fourth one. Yeah, I get if that was like the second one. Like the whole movie, the whole all the movies have always been like, as long as your kid is happy, that's all that matters for a toy. Yeah, this movie seems like it's like, dude, fuck the kids, man. Yeah, you that's got, literally the last. You got to find yourself. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> it's, it's like weird. What movie? <laughs> it's like a tripped out version of Toy Story. It's odd. I like. I get with. I see why they're. I don't know. Why I think they're, they're like we got to do something different. But the my point is like 
No, you don't. Just don't do anything. Yeah, just fine. You got other movies. We're making all the live action. Make a live action Toy Story. Why not? The one thing that is uh, the exact same in all Toy Story movies is all the toys are together, and then one of them uh, is not, and the yes. toys have to find that First one. First one, it's Buzz. Second one, it's Woody. Third one... It's kind of Woody. It's kind of Woody again. And this one, it's kind of Woody again. And this one, it's Woody. And this one, it's definitely Woody. Yeah, there's a great line in the trailer where they're like, what would Woody... In the beginning of the trailer, Woody falls off a truck or some type of moving vehicle. Mm. And there's a line later on where someone's like, what would Woody do? And they're like, probably jump out of a moving vehicle. And it is like every movie, Woody jumps out of a moving vehicle. Every year, it's him on the road looking at the car. Yeah. (laughs) Hanging on in his his ragdoll body. He's legitimately a ragdoll. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we, we shall see. I really have no interest. I don't know if I'm going to see this one. I probably will, but... Do kids still play with toys? Actually, you know, because you do a, a whole thing about toys. No. I know they don't because... Um, they play video games. They play video games and they're on their iPads and doing that stuff mm-hmm. because like we've had to get toys for us and we're like, where do we find toys? Yeah. Like, it's not like, toys oh, yeah, are, we got all the toys. Toys R Us shut its doors. You're totally right. Yeah, kids don't really play with toys anymore. I don't... Like, we, like, I think barely played with toys. We had we played like board games as kids. No, you got like Legos and Playmobil, and like you had that castle with the guys. That castle, yeah. You every, don't have the toys that you don't have the the whole the, the toy chest that they they show in these movies. We got into Bionicles for a few months. Oh, dude, a few months. You you got really into. It. I was more of they a made Lego movies. Guy. They were great. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, but Legos you can't make Legos a thing in Toy Story. It's like no. They made the Lego movie and it kicks ass. Although, I, you know, I'm basically just challenging Pixar right now. Show me the humanized version of Legos. They made the Lego movie. I'm yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it was great. Forget everything I just said. It was great. Uh, and then the last trailer is Stranger Things Season 3. This one I'm The much-awaited trailer. I knew you were going to be pumped about it. Yeah. Uh, guess what? What? It's still the 80s. It's still, yeah. We're still playing sweet 80s music, rocking all the awesome 80s looks. People mm-hmm. just right now just love the 80s. That's why mm-hmm. every themed party is... 80s something you know what people dressed more fun back then people always loved the 80s though because remember when we were like in high school like there were when we were in high school which was that, that 10 years ago yeah um, right almost i'm it's not my 10 year anniversary of high school but it's definitely been I my graduated 2013 i think it's so been 2011 so it's, we're almost you're like eight nine years. i think i think it's been 10 years since you started high school it's been 10 yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been 10 years since i was like a junior in high school yeah. anyway that time we were already having like 80s parties and stuff i thought by now that it's like a 20 years ago nostalgia thing and we'd be having 90s parties. I actually think 80s is an outlier and we're always going to be having 80s parties. It's just more fun to dress yeah. up, but especially for girls in the 80s. Yeah. You got the fucking well, span- socks. Spandex. And the spandex. You can look hot. Yeah, and the spandex and the hair buns and the, mm-hmm. the big hair and stuff. 90s is just like everyone kind of looks shitty. Dude, that's the that's the challenging part of having very, very, uh, very, very short hair is that I can't really experiment. You, you can always do whatever the style was. Yeah. You can be like, I'm going to wear my thing like it's night. I'm a feather like it's the 70s. Slick I'm, I'm going to do like glam hair yeah. metal like it's the 80s. For me, it's like I'm going to uh, have a buzz cut <laughs> and I'm going to wear this shirt. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yeah, I can't quite get yeah. into theme as much. But everyone loves the fucking 80s. And that's a big part of Stranger Things is that all the, the wardrobe choices are awesome and they really fucking blew it up this one because now mm-hmm. they're finally teenagers yeah that seems to be the theme of the season mm-hmm. there's a great line where mike is like what did you think we would play board games in my basement our whole life which like so is mike calling the rest of them nerds because i love when people do that uh my guess is who's the one with the lisp uh turtle kit uh, that guy my guess is gaston Matarazzo. Is yeah the yep. gatton Matarazzo is the actor my guess is that his he's the character that's stuck in the past and he's like, let's let's still be nerdy. And they're like, yeah. I like girls. And yeah. 
11 can do stuff with her mind that makes me feel funny. Really, though? Because his, uh, his, like, essentially big brother, almost father-like figure now is, who's our favorite character? Uh, Steve. Steve? Is Steve? He's the best character ever. And, and I feel like he's the one where it's like, yeah, I... Grown up and... I was about to say something gross, but... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I yeah. get chicks. <laughs> yeah, I get chicks, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they graduated from high school? The trailer looks good. Uh, it seems like you got you got Redhead McGee, Freckles mm-hmm. McGee, the, the new chick, I'm forgetting mm-hmm. her name, and Eleven mm-hmm. kind of doing their thing, and then mm-hmm. Mike and the boys wearing high shorts and stuff mm-hmm. doing their thing, and they're... they're uh, you know, it's the teen years, a lot mm-hmm. of carnivals, a lot of a lot of time at the mall. Yeah. Looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our troubles are far from over. It looks like Steve works at like an Auntie Anne's. Steve is uh, Judge Reinhold from uh, well, that's Fast what, Times at Ridgemont. That's what's so great about Stranger Things, too, is like you always forget until you actually start watching it. The entire thing is a nod to 80s movies and like entertainment stuff. Yeah. So you're probably totally right. They're going to do some sh- scenes. He looks where, exactly like, like from Fast Times at Ridgemont. When you re when you watch it, you can go on YouTube and be like, "Show me all the references." And I bet you it's not only like Fast Times; it's like the same exact like shot yeah. for shot of that Fast Times right, you know, that scene. Uh huh. So here's here's my thought on the trailer. I think it's going to be awesome, no matter what. The show is just sweet. It just mm-hmm. is. Uh, you got some badass Hopper mm-hmm. in the trailer, which is my favorite type of Hopper. Mm-hmm. Is him like I'm going to protect you. It's like God, I, I like so when he gets up. badass. Um, I don't really know where they're gonna go from here. Thank God they they need to never take off Hopper's shirt because no. we all know what he looks like with his shirt off, and I think it would kind of ruin it, it a little would. bit. It'd be a bummer. He's very he's definitely very soft and doughy, but yeah. with his shirt on, I can pretend he's just like lumberjack a man yeah yeah but the show's gonna be great because fucking stranger thing is awesome i don't really know where we go from here the teenage thing kind of freaks me out they're old yeah they're older now and mike looks like he's like six feet tall i think it's i think they're basically going to i trust them to pick whichever one of the the kids is growing up the most gracefully and the ones that aren't let's leave their characters a little bit out of it it look, doesn't look like anyone's a total freak show mm-hmm. you know like puberty wise yeah well but, well the black kid is like three years older than them so he i think had already gone through it okay so he looks pretty normal to me yeah i think because mike would probably look the funniest and then gatton just already kind of looks funny yeah i i think the who's the the kid who uh gets stolen will will i feel like he, he looks the same i thought i but i think he's gonna at some point hit it he's gonna have the biggest change yeah, because probably. he still looks so young yeah that he's gonna like overnight you know some people they hit puberty later it's like you got a nose all of a sudden but all all it means is like he just hit puberty faster he's gonna go through puberty faster it's just gonna be like yeah he's got a nose yeah uh but i mean the same kind of thing we got a new alien guy or interdimensional uh monster uh guy it's a little bigger a little more spider-like i'd say yeah uh looks scary looks Mm -hmm. good we got a lot of, you know, all of a sudden 11's in the bathtub. My mm-hmm. my hope and my 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 prayer for the season is that we don't bring up any of the other 11s. Yeah. Because that really almost ruined the show. Yeah. Was that group of fucking misfits where... Basically the Umbrella Project. Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. So, Down to the point where they're called numbers. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. But and I'm also hoping that we get a lot more Billy. And he also has a larger oh, role we got, in the we get, story. We get fucking Billy whatever at the, the, the movie or pool. Yeah. And he's walking around. He's the lifeguard. God, he's so rock and roll, dude. His character made absolutely no sense in the first season. Well, we just... After, they needed an 80s villain. They need That's all they needed was an 80s jock. They're like, how do we make an 80s show? And we don't have this 80s guy who's shoving people in lockers. We finished it and we were just like, oh, wait. Nothing that he did affected anything that happened. No. But he was great. He was he's the man. He was a dick. We were also all hoping that he became a great guy. Yeah. Still hope. Still, still hope. hope. I'm still, still hope. I'm still holding out. Um and there's trailer trash, trailer smash. Mm-hmm. Uh moving on. Uh you busted. Uh 
You're busted. You're busted? Hello? How you doing? You're busted? Uh, Jim Jeffries, you've been busted. Uh, this is pretty bad. Have you read this? Yeah. So I watched the video too. So Jim Jeffries, who if you don't know who he is, he's that... In my mind, not very funny Australian comedian. He's just kind of an asshole. I think he's kind of... I like his stand-up. I Do think you? he's very funny. Yeah. I, I think he's just one of those guys where he's just really negative. Jim Jeffries. Jim, yeah. He's Australian. He's really Australian. He has his own show. And mm -hmm. uh, in, in my mind, he's just like... He's got pretty dark humor. And mm -hmm. he's just kind of negative. And I'm like... It doesn't seem very difficult yeah. to like try to make people uncomfortable. It's kind of Ricky Gervais, a yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. more intense. So he has his own show now, uh, and it's like a kind of a late night style show with a live mm -hmm. audience. And uh, he does, you know, I'd say it's a lot like John Oliver, but darker. But a lot like John Oliver, and he goes places. Yes, and yeah. He, yeah, he is. But John Oliver does too. Does he? Yeah, he like visits. But uh, similar thing. And so this week, I believe it was this week, maybe last week, mm -hmm. he uh, got pretty fucked he got busted because yeah it's he, really bad he interviewed a guy about in australia about the australian uh you he, know, it's a jewish guy who who is definitely so, on the conservative side so it's a conservative jewish guy who's definitely like a political mm -hmm. commentator um, i guess he's his youtube channel he's very yeah. controversial but he, they were talking about the uh in new zealand the guy who killed all those people super sad mm -hmm. uh and so he was talking about that and what he basically did, and this this Jewish guy that he interviewed, I, I don't know the guy's name, um, this Jewish guy posted a video being like, so Jim Jeffries asked me to be on a show. I knew it was just a hit job. He was going to try to make me look bad because, yeah. you know, that's who he's trying to point me as. And uh, I told him very specifically, don't cut my answer to one thing and put it to another question because mm -hmm. you can totally do that. And when you film shows, it really it's totally up to the interviewer. And the guy posted a video that he did exactly that, where there yeah. are questions on the show when you watch it, where Jim Jeffries is like, what do you think of this guy's response? And then the guy cuts to the actual video because he secretly recorded the interview himself. And Jim Jeffries is basically splicing in the guy's responses to other questions, to mm -hmm. questions that he asked it's, to make the guy look it's really like, bad. It's like the worst thing you can do. In my mind, the show should get canceled. Yeah. It, it, it's really, really bad. Cause you, you can't do this. Because basically what he said, and the issue too was that like – Already, that that's like kind of unethical, but it was off the back of the New Zealand massacre. It's so sad and terrible, and you're trying to you're like basically turning he, a mob kind of, on this on this guy. He's, he's not saying anything wrong. It's like worse than Doxon. It's really bad. It's really really bad. He basically <clears throat> is making because it matters. They're talking about something that matters. They're not talking about something stupid. Yeah, and and so what what he did is he said I forget exactly the question, but he asked a question. And then the guy showed his real answer to the question. Yeah. The real answer is like totally understandable. Jim Jeffries basically asked like, so why do you think anyone, like what decides where people can live and can't live? And, 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 and he, they cut to uh, the guy basically kind of going on like an anti-Muslim tirade. Or it yeah. sounds like that. It sounds like the way, the the guy way it's phrased. His real answer was like, well, I guess like borders and stuff. He's like, no, but really. And he was like, like had a pretty normal answer. He's, like no one should tell anyone where they live. Like yeah, very reasonable. Yeah. His thing was like, look, it's not a perfect system. Yeah. And then the answer that they show him, he's answering a different question, and it just makes him sound super racist God, and terrible. God, what a dick, Jim Jeffries. And then the worst part about it is the guy who secretly recorded it. Because the whole thing is Jim Jeffries did not know that the guy was recording the interview himself. Yeah. He like, set up his phone. The guy's like, Jim Jeffries, when he doesn't think the cameras are on, is the biggest racist ever. And they have Jim Jeffries oh my God. being so racist. He like draws a picture of Muhammad at one point. Yeah. He, it just, it's just making fun of... Muslim people mm -hmm. like really going over the line, making like terrorist jokes and stuff to the point that the guy he's interviewing is like, this isn't funny, man. Like, and he's like, Oh, come on. It's a joke and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like, am I, I'm surprised if he survives this. I no, I, I, I would be shocked. Like, he's been busted. This is one of those things where it's like, in this day and age, how do you try to do stuff like that? Why? Everything's recorded. Everything's recorded. And it's also like, 
it's just such a it's just such a like a selfish and dick move you're yeah. making this guy who like you just got to be a total asshole to do this sure you don't agree with his opinions but the guy is not like calling for violence in any no. sense and you are basically making him look like the devil and kind of ruining his life and you, all you're looking for is escape like you're looking for someone to to totally fuck over and so you picked this guy like mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it reminds me it's not similar to but it reminds me of the sasha barrett cohen thing mm-hmm. where you're kind of uh it's it's different i guess because in that they're not they're not really splicing answers they're more uh just you, they don't know what they're talking about mm-hmm. but uh bad stuff jim jeffries i never liked him so i'm kind of i don't really give a shit but uh hey there we go uh moving on we got a new segment that we call oh no oh no mm-hmm. oh no oh god uh, barbara streisand oh no she had some comments this week that just are so bad. Oh, no. Barbara Streisand no. said some of the worst stuff that you could fucking possibly say. So she was talking about people. People are getting themselves into some murky this happens, water, dude. This happens so often where somebody will tweet, and it's always somebody who's older or another generation. That was about to be my point. Is we all anybody who is above the age of like sixty five? Yeah. Whatever they say on Twitter, one just don't be on Twitter. Yeah. Don't be tweeting don't stuff. Do- if you are though. We shouldn't take. We shouldn't ruin their lives for stuff they say on Twitter. And mm-hmm. this won't happen. People, I don't think people are going to care because she's Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. She's kind I don't of know, immune man. to this stuff. But boy, if someone else said this shit. So she's talking about Michael Jackson. People just cannot handle this Michael Jackson stuff right. Yeah, people really love him. They really love him. And I think they think that certain people are going to turn on them if they speak bad about him. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But she was talking about... I don't even know who she's getting interviewed by. But uh, she's talking about the uh, Michael Jackson documentary, Leaving Neverland, and she's like, oh, yeah, it was so painful. I believe all of it and stuff like that. And then she just starts sympathizing for Michael Jackson no, to the yeah. point it sounds like a fake interview where she's like, his sexual needs were his sexual needs, you know? She's basically being like, you know, pedophiles, it's they do what they do. Who's gonna, who can blame them? Well, Thriller's good. <laughs> she's, you know... Thriller's a pretty Man good song. Man in the Mirror is a, is a great tune. I brush my teeth to it. Billie Jean, wow. But she's like, but, she says, you know, his sexual needs were what his needs were, you know, coming from whatever... They came from whatever his childhood, you know, whatever his DNA is. You can say, quote-unquote, molested, but those children, as you heard them say, you know, they were thrilled to be there. And, you know, they're both married now and they have children so it didn't kill them and you're like how barbara streisand mm-hmm. i don't know if she's involved with me too at all whatever mm-hmm. but in my mind you're a very powerful woman and, and you got you, a lot of pull you got a lot to say and i'll also generously say it's okay to think that what it's okay to like have that thought where it's like you know what honestly oh as you're watching ca- it they, yeah, yeah in a way you could argue maybe that this was a good thing for them because they had success well you could think that for sure think it don't Say it. Why, why would why, you why, say why that? Why are you saying this? Why out do you loud? have to contribute? Say nothing. I, I I really have no idea. But she yeah. uh, and she kept going back and back and forth to me like, oh yeah, it's so sad. But then was like, well, you know, it's complicated. Where she was like, you know, I feel bad for the children, but I feel bad for him. And I, I guess I blame the parents who would allow their children to sleep with him. And it's like, guys, Michael Jackson's the problem. Yeah. How can we have all these other things going on in society that we are casting people out and we're you know, John yeah. Wayne is now a Nazi and all this stuff, and we're not doing it to fucking Michael Jackson? How can you possibly... You we got to get on the same page, guys. Yeah, the parents aren't faultless. No, the parents are, The parents were a problem. Don't get me wrong. Parents were a problem. The guy who's probably the most guilty, though, 
Is the guy who raped the probably kids? Probably that. Probably the Bill guy Cosby. Who raped the kids. Yeah. Not the manufacturers, wherever the drug he was giving Honestly, women. Honestly, it was Bill should. Cosby. Who was the problem. Before we start just throwing stuff at Bill Cosby, let's talk about you know the people making these drugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you, what talking, are you about? talking about? No, we got a culprit. We got. There's one guy going to jail for yeah. this. All right, and it's him. It's the guy who's doing it. I blame the system. Ah, uh, and so she kept on saying stuff like that, and so now people are like, people are calling her out. Mm-hmm. I saw even Zach Braff called her out. I was like, Zach who Braff gives a it? fuck about, do you care about Zach Braff's Dude, comments? I didn't even like scrubs. <laughs> yeah, I did I. It was like Zach Braff. So I, I don't think that she's going to get From too Garden shit State. on. I yeah. think she'll survive because she's fucking Barbara Streisand. And people, at the end of the day, with all every controversy that comes out that people take people down on Twitter and stuff, if the person's likable enough, it mm-hmm. won't happen. Yeah, some people are just immune, just how it fucking goes. Where she goes, and so I, th- I think Barbara Streisand is one of the people's. There's a reason she was the only person that really got a standing ovation at the Oscars. She was yeah. the biggest name at the Oscars, and I was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, apparently people do. <laughs> people love Barbara Streisand. What is she? What is she? But, oh, she's oh, great. Meet the Fox. No, Barbara. Oh no, Babs. Come what on. What are you doing? Her and Dustin Hoffman have been taking shots lately. Ah, what's going on, guys? I, I don't know. Just don't say don't what know. you're thinking sometimes. I like that segment too, because this is gonna be a very recurring segment, probably once yeah. a week. Yeah. Well, I'll be like, did you see what this guy said? Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. You know, it reminds me of uh, what's in Julia Dreyfus has a quote in Veep where she's like, like my mom always said, when you have something that you want to say, you just you put it at, in a little ball and you roll it up and you stick it behind your ear and you don't think about it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you leave don't it ever think but about it's like, it. Barbara, do that with this. Yeah. Do that. Do that more. Uh, moving on. Talking Harry Potter for a second. We got no idea what we wanted to call the Harry Potter segment because there just yeah. weren't any quotes that worked. Well, no, but the thing is that there were almost too many quotes that worked, yeah. but, but it all kind of came down to, so we were like, okay, what quote should we do for this segment? It all kind of came down to our favorite quotes are all from Lucius Malfoy. Well, Mr. Malfoy mm-hmm. is the best character mm-hmm. ever. I mean, he's, he's the head. he's the number one character in all of the movies. All the movies. Every scene he has is the scene stealing. So scene. what are we calling this, hon? We're calling it. Put it this way. If it rains, you'll be the first to know. Well, put it this way. If it rains, you'll be the first to know. Yeah, and we're also possibly <laughs> later going to change it to hand me down robes, <laughs> old used textbooks. He must be a Weasley. Must be a Weasley. <laughs> just so, so he's just a, the best character. He's just such a dick. I love it. Yeah, and we want to talk Potter for a second this week. Uh, topic, uh, Miss, uh, what do you call? She was knighted. What do you call a knight woman? Lady. Lady. Was, Lady. was she knighted? I assume so. Yeah, by now, dude. She was some probably... some JV people are knighted. She must be knighted. Although she's the only woman who I think is richer than the queen. Sick. So maybe the queen's like. Fuck you, bitch. I'll call <laughs> yeah, the cops. I could see that. But uh, whatever you call her, uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. She, uh, Joanne. She keeps on coming up. Yeah. <laughs> she will not go away. It's the funniest thing ever. Just so if you're listening by now, you, you've heard the, the, the stuff of like Dumbledore's gay. But anyway, a lot of things have happened, especially this week, where J.K. just keeps on kind of filling in little uh, details that, you know, you wouldn't have noticed. In Harry Potter. I think she's bummed that we aren't talking about her movies and books anymore, and she's yeah. kind of still a little bit relevant. Yeah. Jack O'Malley sends me a, a fake one of these every single day. They're, They're the so funniest funny. memes ever. Yeah, because it's gotten ridiculous. At first, people were really like, J.K. Rowling would tweet like, you know, in Hufflepuff, this would happen. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, oh, she's keeping the story alive, Jack. Fun little facts. The books are over, but these are fun little facts yes. from the creator of the universe herself. Yes. We'll believe her. And then she just started really stretching it to the point where it started getting really ridiculous. Dumbledore's gay is the, is the first one where everybody was like, okay. Uh, okay. But, but again, everybody was like, 
Okay. Most like people that. are fine with it. Some a lot, I, I know a lot of people were like, where and why? Like, what? Where is there proof of that? But the thing with Dumbledore is gay is there was there was definitively no proof that he wasn't gay. He did not have. Oh, you're right. There was no. Yeah. Okay. He seemingly did. You not, could not prove him not gay. Yeah, you could not prove him not gay. He yeah. he did not have a and not at one point he never said, "Look at that ass." Yes. You no, know, not once. He was not a dog like Harry did, and like you know, and, you know, Harry's a horn, hornball. Yeah. That was that was cool. Since then, here are some of the other things. I'm just going to read a few of the other things that uh, she she's just you know sort of revealed. Dumbledore's gay. He's also like really super gay. And <laughs> him and Gellert Grindelwald, Johnny Depp's character, yeah, they got like pretty kinky. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah, they weren't just homosexual together. They yes. were adventurous. And... They they were very adventurous. Okay, bed. good. So thank you for. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for just sort of draw, <laughs> drawing that picture. Because I think it needed to be done, Jack. It just needed to be... We all were wondering... We're all thinking when it. When she said Dumbledore is gay, what we were wondering is, is he a dom? Yes. That's what everyone wanted mm-hmm. to know. Top, bottom, whatever it is. That's basically what she's doing. <laughs> she's just every now and then tweeting, tweeting out just like, Dumbledore's a bottom. God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, as soon as... Like, even when you see you say it's gay, it's like, okay, great. Everybody keeps asking me. All good. The answer is, Dumbledore pitches... Grindelwald catches. Yeah, but like they, you say he's gay, great, cool, and then it's like, oh yeah, him and Grindelwald. And it's like, okay, I kind of buy that. As soon as you take a step further, everyone's going, we don't care. Like, yeah, this has nothing to do with the story. Dumbledore only used Axe body spray. <laughs> like, he, what is going on? He here? actually is the inventor of it. No, he. Uh, other ones are Hermione's black. That was the famous one too. Yep. And her fa- that was the greatest thing too because everybody's like. But she is. And this is another one where it's like, no one cares enough, or at least anyone who's normal doesn't care enough to be like, no, don't do this. It's the same. It's just the thing where it's like, don't piss in my boots and tell me it's raining. Yeah. It's like, well. Why? Because I remember people being like, because I, I was on team. I think both of us like, okay, great. She, she's in a play, played by a black actress. Totally fine. Awesome. Whatever. But I did sympathize with people who would like, hey, I'm not a huge issue, but in the book, you, you, call, you say she's white. You, you do say she's white. But you, but <laughs> right, like it's just. But you said she was white, <laughs> yeah, it's, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But uh, she's black, and it was like, <laughs> so when you said that the the all the characters were casted perfectly and exactly how you saw them, you were lying. Did you think Emma Watson was was black? <laughs> yeah, was, I'm confused by this. What are some of the other ones? The other ones are uh, Harry Potter stands with Israel. How did that come up? I don't know, but she—that's <laughs> that's a defined. How on earth did that come up? I don't know, but she's very, very much. Uh, she said it. Harry Potter is uh, pro-Israel. Good. So it's good da- to know. Yeah, so it's bad baby, by it's the good way. good to know. Um, Nagini's a beautiful Asian woman. Yes, from the new movie. Which is, again... People were pissed about that. But that's another one, too. People were pissed about it, but again, they weren't pissed that, that Nagini was a person. No. They were pissed that it was like, there's no nod to this at all. In the you books. had seven books to do it in eight movies. Why didn't you ever bring that up? And that seems like something you could have a chapter on. And it would kind of be fine if uh, it, she did another book that was in the future. Yeah. And it turned out Nagini was a woman. Yeah. That'd be fine. Going back and just changing things in the past. Learn from George Lucas. Yeah. Learn from Doesn't his work. mistakes. Doesn't work. Don't go to the past and invent a bunch of new shit that then makes the, the future look less future advanced yeah, yeah. so uh Nagini's a beautiful asian woman uh wizards used to shit their pants and use magic to clean it up she basically was just sort of like that was a great one it was yeah. like kind of like back in like every now and then you hear like you know in the romans they would they would poop into buckets and pour it on the streets yes and that's why they created sewers uh, yeah they and here she's the like aqueduct. well you know in harry potter 
they would skip the bucket part and just shit their pants. But she has so many. Like those are the those are the big ones that everybody was like, okay. But she has so many of them where she's like, field hockey was actually invented by witches. What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, about? why are you talking? Why you are, you are making stuff on the spot? Like, yeah. I know you are. I know this is not all in a journal somewhere that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about these rules to think, the universe. I think it's because she's a dumb. I think she wants. I think she and it, she wants power. Basically, I think she, so too. And she has the power to what she says goes. She created a world, Jack. She's a god. She created a world. Yeah. What she says goes. 100%. So she knows that she can literally, like, she can wake up and be like, shit, Harry Potter was a Siamese twin. Done. Yeah. They were separated at birth. We never knew. We just never really discussed it in the book, but that, everybody knew. Yeah. There were two of them. They were, they were attached. I, I, Harry I'm, Potter. I like them, though, because they have led to some great memes of people doing fake ones. Mm -hmm. Where I saw, like, I saw somebody, Snow sent me one that was like, uh, J.K. Rowling tweets, uh, Gandalf the Grey was actually black. Which okay. I love because then it's just Lord of the Rings. Like she's yeah. crossing universes mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the best. But uh, it's so goddamn absurd. I feel like she'll get the the, the lesson soon, right? And well, style. yeah. Because now people are really like, this is the first time ever I've seen people really paint uh, uh, so, J.K. Rowling in a negative light. So, yeah. No, definitely. Because when the Hermione is black, that was probably the biggest one where people were like, well, wait. That one, all of the news sites were predictably basically going after people who were complaining and calling them racist. Oh, yeah. So that, we that's knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that's the, the immediate news cycle is the going against the trolls. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that, you know, I'm sure there are some racist Harry Potter fans. Oh, definitely. Fans. I think the majority of people were just like, but she isn't. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, I don't care that much, but she isn't. Yeah. But I read the books like 12 times. <laughs> yeah. And, and the books are kind of my life. I have a tattoo of, of, of Gryffindor and Hermione's, you know, spell. Yeah. And it's almost more like, <laughs> you, but you can't change the books. I already love them. Yeah. Like, like don't, totally. Don't change what I love. But so all those, those were all the headlines. Here are some of the headlines right now. If you like type in JK Rowling. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling's latest Dumbledore comment feels like a cop-out. No one cares, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> that one hurts her the most, by the way. Yeah. Because she, she's like, yeah, they do. People care. Everyone um, cares. To J.K. Rowling and Supernatural, queer baiting isn't creative license. Uh, oh, and then this is a very positive one. J.K. Rowling fell off Forbes billionaire list due to charitable donations. <laughs> So you got some bad and some good. Yeah, you got some bad and some good. <laughs> Those some good in there. She's a billionaire with a capital B. Capital B. Yeah. Uh, but JK, yeah. stop it. But also keep it up because I kind of like it. Let's play the sound effect again. Well, put it this way. If it rains, you'll be the first to know. You must be a Weasley. So great. Yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, moving on. Instead of going in 60 seconds, you know what? Actually, we got... Uh, let's go. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, instead of going 60 seconds, we got a new segment because 60 seconds get the timer, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we want to talk about something for 10 seconds, sometimes mm -hmm. two minutes. I don't like yeah. the timing thing. I don't want rules. Mm -hmm. We want a quick take segment. So we got uh, basically quick takes. Uh, we're going to call it shoot me. Shoot me. Shoot me. So we're going to, I'm going to ask a question, ask you and you, you shoot um, or other way around. Uh, let's hop in. Um, the success of the show Billions, uh, and Succession. Those two shows, yeah. Those two shows have coined a new term that people are calling wealth porn. This is the truest thing ever. I actually, like, love that. So it's like, it's, my guess is it's kind of a play on, I know murder porn is mm -hmm. a thing. Where mm -hmm. people love, like, the jinx and how to make a murder. Yeah. Like, that almost gets them off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's slower. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So that's the same thing, but with, with shows about rich people. Mm -hmm. I kind of got that from, uh... What was that, that that movie about Bernie Madoff with uh, De Niro? Yeah. Great. It's, uh, fuck. Wizard I, of Lies. Wizard of Lies. The, all, they're just the whole movie. They're talking about these incredible sums of money. Yeah. Where it's just like investors and it's hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And like that's the only part of it that's interesting to me. It's like, holy shit, people like this exist. I just, I, I, as soon as I saw the wealth porn thing, I was usually, 
I would have, I feel like usually I would be like, fuck you. But yeah, that's so true. I do love wealth porn. Whenever the, when we're watching a trailer and it's like, the guy's a fucking billionaire. Watch all the cool shit he has. I'm like, I'm, I need to see I'm it. I'm in Wolf of Wall Street, that trailer. I was yeah. like, holy fuck. I made $47 million. There's that, there's that one website that's it's like gadget.com or it's not. Uh, Uncrate. Uncrate. Or Discrate. Discrate. One of those. I think it's Uncrate. And there's just like uh, fucking ads for like boats that can hover and shit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, like cool futuristic Batman shit. motorcycles. And I always click on it to be like, how much is it? And it's like, oh, it's $48,000. Damn. Yeah. But I am I still go. Yeah. I I'm, I can't buy anything there, but I still go. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Supernatural, the uh, show, my guess is CW? I don't know what I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But it will come to an end after 15 seasons. Can you believe they made 15 seasons of the show, uh, show Supernatural? So I... I what is the show? I, I'm look. I'm Google. How did we miss Supernatural? I don't they know. Made Fifteen seasons. It's one of those trailers, Jack. Or I'm 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 recognizing it now. It's one of those commercials where every time you see it, you literally just looked at like you know. There's mm-hmm. certain shows where it's just like I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> like no matter what, I this is not nothing you say is going to make me look up for my. I'm phone. not the demo. That's at one all. of these. That's one of these. I would just love it anytime that you see something where it's like this thing's ending and people are upset and you're like, wait, this was a thing. This was a thing. And people were attached to it? What happened? Yeah. And what did that guy? I missed it. Uh, moving on. Uh, they're making a Bird Box sequel. That's funny to me. I will never watch the first one. And after people hearing about it, that, in my mind, that's like making a uh, I Am Legend sequel. Where I, it's like, it doesn't I, make sense. I thought people didn't really like it. They're also making a Quiet Place sequel. No, people, it did really well. Mm-hmm. But then people were like, they fudged the numbers. It was one of those. Like, well, it's they like, cooked the books. Well, it's also like, on Netflix, if there's a big movie on Netflix, it's unfair. You're giving people for free. Yeah. Of course it's going to do well. Yeah, it's going to do well. People, people are going to watch it. For free. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Uh, so I won't watch that one either. They're also, they're making, it's such a shame when they make a movie does well and then they make a sequel that there shouldn't be a sequel. Like they're making a quiet yeah. place sequel and it's like, just, for, it will be another quiet family. Yeah. The fuck? More quiet. What the shit? Turn up the loud. Ah, uh, sick. Nice. That's a cool title. We it, should, it we is. should name something that. It is. Uh, movie pass, bringing back their unlimited plan. This is comical to me too. Yeah. I uh, basically, I just put a bunch of headlines here. They're like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so. Movie pass, bringing back their unlimited plan, which is hilarious because they, famously shut down because they didn't have they were losing money they were losing a ton of money and so when they raised prices everybody was like well that's no longer worth it yeah and now i think they said let's give it another go and make the exact same mistakes and lose a ton of money by giving this unlimited plan for a bit and so i don't know what's going to happen we gotta go to the movie soon i haven't seen a movie forever and i'm still paying fucking 20 bucks for that amc gold thing it's so tight it is but i haven't been in like months i haven't been so far this year we gotta go go see captain you and i just i don't want to we have to dude you and i just work too late yeah it sucks uh zach efron will voice uh fred who's the blonde guy in the new animated scooby-doo movie Mm -hmm. i have a hot take this movie's gonna be incredible yeah, I think if they got a guy like Afron. Animated movies now yeah. are good again. Yeah. You got the pull Pixar, that genre. But mm-hmm. then you also have like every like Lego movie mm-hmm. into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Like there are really good fucking animated mm-hmm. movies. If they make a funny kind of adulty Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. and Efron's in it, I'm interested to see. I'm in, bro. I, it's just funny the Zac Efron thing because it's like there are some people. Some I love Zac Efron. You love him. I don't know. I love him. I'm trying to remember if like his voice though is like a good voice. Like, I don't know if it's that distinctive it's a voice. Great singing voice. Isn't it? But is it that, like, if Zac Efron narrated a commercial, would you immediately be like, that's Efron? I doubt it. Because there's, you know, there's some people where it's like... John Hamm. J, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm. John Krasinski does a lot of them too. Yep, he does it like E-Trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, oh, I know that guy. But then you have guys like Chris Pratt, who he's in the Lego movie, 
And I don't know if they needed his voice. I don't know if they needed his voice. He, he did well because it was yeah. comedic timing. Ryan Reynolds is the perfect example of yeah. like a, holy shit, nobody can do what Ryan Reynolds can do. Yes. yes. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't know if Zach Efron has that. I'm excited to see. Also, because Fred's not the main character. No. He didn't. Uh, He's going to be shaggy. It should be like Kyle from SNL or something. Yeah. I love that we're casting an animated Scooby-Doo movie what, right what, you, you, what you know what I love, too? Is <laughs> Who cares? For all, the, for all these animated movies, when there's like an iconic character, like a, a reboot or any sort of thing, if you look at the cast, it's always like famous person playing, you know, if there's the, the top 10 characters the, of the most important in the, the story, two through not two through 10 are like all very famous people. Mm-hmm. Number one is usually just like a hired professional voice actor. Yep. And you'd get bummed because it's like, oh yeah, Shaggy's the guy who's the voice of uh, Rocco and Rocco's Modern yeah, Life. Yeah, yeah. Patrick in SpongeBob. He's got great voices. You've heard this guy everywhere. He's just got really good voices. That was the, ma- the mistake they made in that terrible Melissa McCarthy puppet movie. What was that yeah. called? Uh, shit. Puppet Spy. That movie, the, yeah. the shitty puppet movie, Melissa McCarthy. The character, the voice of the main character puppet was a uh, old Sesame Street yeah. voice character. And it's like I don't. The whole movie, I was like, who is that? Yeah. It's like, it's nobody. Dude, make Joe Pesci the character. I also love any animated movie now. One of the top 10 build characters is one of either three people. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, mm-hmm. John Cena, or The Rock. Every single animated movie mm-hmm. has one of those three people as one of the characters. They're, I, dude, I'm, and I fully support that. Oh, I do too. Who are, who are the three? John Cena, John The Rock? John Cena, The Rock, and LeBron James. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, love all, I love all those. That, that movie about like Bigfoot, like, I think it was called Littlefoot. No, mm-hmm. I think about it. Smallfoot. Smallfoot. How do I know that? And I don't know. I was going to say License to Wed is the is the party one. but they could the, call, is, Isn't Littlefoot the name of the, the dinosaur in... Uh, yeah, in uh, Tales All This Time. Fuck, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are all over right now. Uh, end of time? End of the world? Uh, uh, the never ending story? No, fuck. <laughs> People listening are like, this is the answer. This Long is the time answer. ago. Far, far Land before time. Land before time. Land before time. <laughs> Tales all this time. God, that's a, I, I'm just blanking. Shit, that might be the clip. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, last thing before we end. We watched a couple things this week uh, that are, are kind of big. Uh, we watched uh, <laughs> the new HBO documentary called The Inventor, Bad Blood, something like mm-hmm. that, about uh, – I'm forgetting her name. Elizabeth? <laughs> Dude, we're forgetting everything. I'm, I'm spacey right now. It's been long. Elizabeth something, but she uh, it's the girl who was the first female billionaire, and then it turned out to be that's not she, true. She was a fraud. That's what that's what the trailer says. She wasn't the first female billionaire. That's what the trailer says. Was she the first? Fe- that's what the fucking thing says. It's like Elizabeth Holmes. I think that's a different person. I don't know, what but uh, anyways, she was a super. Uh, she was an entrepreneur, and she created this thing where you could like basically test people's blood for all these diseases without needing vials and vials of blood. Just having mm-hmm. like a drop of blood, it was this huge thing. I'm like, I I don't pay attention to the news because I had never heard of her, and mm-hmm. it's like it fucking happened in like 2017. But uh, documentary, the trailer looks awesome because she mm-hmm. is super weird. She's a great character. She has like a deep voice and wears mm-hmm. turtlenecks and is kind of a sociopath. I thought the documentary was absolutely terrible. I would say, do not watch it. Yeah, they didn't read the Wikipedia, read the Wikipedia page and wait for a movie to come out. I'm listening to the book on tape right now, too. And the documentary, you know what they did with the documentary? And they're they're, they're doing it with the book, too, is uh, they tell you from the get go. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. No, no, show me. Basically, show me how this was a scam. Yeah. Show me. Show me. You know, don't start saying like, yeah, we always knew she was a liar. Start with being you bought it. She made this company and. At the halfway point or the two thirds point, be like, and the whole thing was fake. Gone girl me. Yeah. 
The Gone Girl did Gone that Girl better. got me so good. Gone Girl did that. Gone Girl got me so good. Gone Girl made me. I didn't talk to to a woman for like two weeks. It got so scary. It was scary. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, but that, that documentary fucking sucks. The whole it's so long. Don't mm-hmm. don't watch it. And then the other thing we watched, I only saw a couple scenes. But okay, so there's this movie. I I was as I was going to bed last night. I noticed it's called The Dirt. It's out on Netflix. It's new. It's new. It is. All right. Well, people are saying it's really really bad. It's people are saying it's like the worst movie of the year. I don't. I'm not going to... It's about Motley Crue. So it's a biopic about Motley Crue. Um, and it's directed by Jeff Tremaine, who did Jackass. Who's not a really... Bad Grandpa. He's the man, but not a, a real not movie a, director. He's not a scripted director. He does no. all unscripted stuff. Even yeah. like Bad Grandpa, where there's a story, is like... It's shot in the real world. Yeah. It's a prank Great video. movie, but yeah, yeah. Different. So this movie is so absurdly over the top. It's... You, you have to... If you have a Netflix account... Right now, yeah. go on and watch the first scene of this movie. Just the There's first a party scene. scene. Yes. And there'll be a pause. You'll know when it ends. There'll be a pause and they'll show the title. Mm-hmm. Watch up until that point. You will not believe. You will not believe how the this first scene, scene of this movie. But here's here's my argument, Henry, to why it's not that bad of a movie. It's a biopic about Motley Crue. If you're going to set out to do that. Yeah. Motley Crue isn't very deep. No. There, I think this is this about. This isn't making a movie about a band that had highs and lows and learned a lot and personal struggles and. This movie, in, I think that hair this, metal band. This movie in the in the realm of uh, music, like band biopics, I think it's about where you would place Motley Crue in the realm of bands. I'd say so too. It's the Motley Crue of movies. Yeah, I'd say so too. Where you're like. Oh, look at the tits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? That's like, basically, yeah. We, we, that's we, a lot of drugs. We couldn't stop laughing. Uh, basically, every line you could have, oh, yeah, played right Can't after. Stop my heart we were literally. It's a, it's a highlight reel of a movie. <laughs> you and I were, were like dying hysterically laughing for about 30 minutes before we did this podcast, just saying to each other, smoking in the boys' room. Like, <laughs> Their music is ridiculous. And like them, of course, that's the soundtrack to the movie. But what an absurd soundtrack to a movie. Kick stomach, going to feel it back. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, dude. And the whole movie, oh, Machine Gun Kelly, by the way. He's an actor now. He's an actor. He plays- This is where he met Pete Davidson, because Pete Davidson's in it. And again, Pete he Davidson Pete is Davidson? Sm- That's how they, they're like good friends now. Oh, yeah. Well, I only know this because Pete Davidson is in the news all the time. It's like Machine Gun Kelly helping out friend Pete Davidson through struggles. <laughs> you, you you pointed this out uh, during while we were watching the last few scenes in the movie. You're like, you're like, oh, there's Pete Davidson. Even in this, he can't he can't not get. The he's an a scene actor in laughing. a movie playing a character, and he's smiling and laughing the whole scene. And it, you think that he's on Weekend Update playing? Yeah, you Pete literally Davidson. he's playing a character on SNL. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he's like literally bouncing yeah. and laughing. It's like, come on, man, you're an actor. But Machine Gun Kelly, I know very, very little about him. I think he has a fantastic name from Cleveland. What a what a fantastic name! Called Talk out, called out uh, Marshall, called out Eminem. Yeah, exactly. So I knew that story, mm-hmm. and I'd heard that song that with tale. Eminem. Yeah, um, he's he can't even talk to Eminem. He's the whitest guy of all time. Yes. I think he's like six foot five too. Yeah, he's a quiet six five, but he—I think he's whiter than we are. And I am like—he, you know—he's his entire body is tattoos. Have you ever seen what he really looks like? Yeah, but still, yeah. Watch this movie, and you'll be like, oh, okay. So he, 
he's like a basic. He's gonna bitch. act in really good into yeah. I'm he's like, yeah. he's a good actor. I thought he was best best actor in the movie. Uh, also, really weird. Ram- the guy who plays Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones is like their weird drummer. Yeah, once you said that, I couldn't really not see it. Same. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "What the fuck, it's Ramsey Bolton?" And he's like a introvert fucking guitarist or something. Yeah, he's always mad. I, uh, he also uh, looks so much like Ozzy Osbourne in this movie he does. that is that he you're kind of shocked when he's not playing Ozzy Osbourne. Anyway. Watch this movie if you're in the, if in the mood for it. It's not that bad. You got to watch the first scene. You got to keep in mind that it's about Motley Crue. You got to watch gotta. the first scene. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep that in mind. And then listen to Motley Crue before yeah. so you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. You'll yeah. know. If you listen, you know what the movie is. If you listen to Kickstart My Heart, yeah. Smoking uh, in the Boys Room. Yeah. And Hot for Teacher, by the way, is by, by Van Halen. Yeah, not, I know. I, w- I was just going. Of course, it's by Van Halen, who's yeah. Motley Crue 2. I'm now. Hot for Teacher. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a part in, in this movie, too, where he's like. Do they say that? Oh. Here's the last thing I want to say. So I was looking, every, you know, I was basically just Googling all the Motley Crue guys. I know the whole Motley Crue history now. Their other song? Mm-hmm. Girls, girls, girls. That song's great. Girls. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do, Henry. And we'll put it up on the uh, video version of this podcast uh, before uh, we post it and stuff. But Henry, type in Vince Neil on Google. So I, I was, Vince yeah. Neil is the lead singer of uh, Motley Crue. Type in Vince Neil IMDb. Vince Neil IMDb. And I want you to look at his picture. Jesus Christ. He looks like a magician. He's on ice skates, Jack. It. Why is he on ice skates? Because he was in the show Skating with the Stars. No. And so That this, was a show? And so this guy that's supposed to be like the hardest rocker in the world. He's having sex in every scene of the movie I saw. The fact that all the Motley Crue guys are still alive means that they were not as hardcore as you think they were. Uh, every story I hear is like, yeah, fucking Jimmy Six is putting heroin in his eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> and like heroin but, in his fucking nutsack. And Tommy Lee's putting heroin in his face. Yeah. And, and Mick Mars is putting heroin in, and in his face. And all four of them are alive. And all four of them are not only alive, but like... Thriving, not actually. On skating with the stars, <laughs> yeah. overweight, still rocking that hair. <laughs> like that that's how you know that the glam rock wasn't really real rock because to get that hair, you would have to sit in a chair. Oh, there'd be a, like a, a blow. lot of time goes into that hair. Yeah. A lot of time. This isn't like, fuck it, man, we just want to play. Like the original long hair was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm i I don't want to cut my hair because fuck yeah. you, man. You can't tell me what to do. This is like we really w- we went to work. I'm gonna look really good. I'm putting in the time so yeah. my hair looks good. Patrick Swayze is an influence. Yes, he, is. <laughs> he, he looks the best. All right, that's all I got. By the way, uh, yeah, there's the pod. Yeah, there we go. Check out the link. Shirts. Grab the shirts. Send us a video. We'll send you uh, some uh, a sweet sweet discount. You're overseas military. Send us a video. We'll just send you a fucking shirt. Boom. Boom. There we go. That's the pod. One more thing to say. Kick it. You motherfuckers.